Hey, Brandon. Welcome to Porsche Maka. Uh, how are you doing today? Very good, Pray. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, could you please tell us about uh, your podcast, the idea behind it, and what what motivated you to get into this line? Yeah, absolutely. So Mastruck is a YouTube channel I started to help people with their communication skills and public speaking. And how, what happened essentially was when I was in university, I used to do these things called case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So other guys my age were playing football or rugby or soccer, things that were really dangerous for me. You know, I probably wouldn't do that. But I didn't said as I applied the same competitive spirit, but to presentations. So for three years, I presented hundreds of times, coached dozens of people on their communication skills. So by the time that I graduated and I got a job in the corporate world, I've just asked myself a simple question, which is how do I make a difference in the world? And that's when the idea for Master Talk came because I've realized a lot of the communication content out there is really bad. You know, you hear advice like, oh, Pre, you should like be yourself or get up on stage. And I said, what are you supposed to do with this stuff? So I started making videos in my basement and the rest is history. Yeah. Sounds great. And okay, so what do you think uh, or why do you think this is important in the current world where people say your work speaks for itself? Why do you think it's important to market yourself? What do you think comes out of it? Absolutely. So, so the way that I think about public speaking, Prey, is it's an opportunity for us to share our ideas with the world. Whether those that idea is a painting whether that idea is a, is a music piece that we made, whether it's an idea that that's a glass or something. The, the key is that we need to understand, as Gary Tan puts it best, that the breakthrough is only half the journey. Just because you have a great idea, just because you have a great piece of music, if nobody knows about it, that idea won't spread to the rest of the world. So that's why I always tell people, whether you're an artist, a creator, or someone with a cool idea worth sharing, Half of the work, which you've probably already finished, is getting the idea done, getting the painting done, getting the artwork done. But the other half is figuring out, out of everyone that I know, out of everyone in the world, who would want to see this the most? Who would want to buy it? Who would want to be entertained by it? Who would want to share and appreciate in it? And it's your job to find those people. How do you find them? What's the best way to find them? Absolutely. So Kevin Kelly, who's one of the co-editors of Wired magazine, calls it the thousand true friends. So for those who don't know that concept, essentially what it is, is he argues that in our wor- in today's world where you can access the customer directly, there's no gatekeepers anymore. There's no movie director. There's no Hollywood that's going to get in your way. You can, if somebody likes you, you can go straight to them. So because of that, you don't need millions of people following you. You don't need uh, tens of millions of people buying your stuff. You need a thousand people who love you. Think about it. If a thousand people spend a hundred bucks a year going to your music concerts, buying your album, buying your, you know, your CD or something like that, that's a hundred thousand dollars. Sure, you won't be a millionaire, but you'll make a very good living from those thousand true fans. So now the second part is how do you find these people? The best way is to have dinner conversations with the people who support you first. So when you start, there's nobody. Like with Master Talk, there's nobody. I start with zero subscribers. But then when I start messaging everybody I know, let's say I, I knew a thousand people, in those thousand people, maybe 50 of them go, whoa, like this public speaking thing is like amazing. So what I do, you don't even need 50 people. All you need is one. 
or two or three or five right you don't need more than that and then when you figure out the five people who are like who are watching all your videos who are giving you feedback you want to latch on to those people and figure out why they like you so for example you know when i started i didn't know that gamers would be watching my content there's one guy who interviewed me who was the ceo of an animal sanctuary he like takes care of pigs and he's like yeah man i watch all your videos so i can communicate and fundraise better for my animal sanctuary and i'm just like okay right so like but i don't know this stuff right unless i talk to them unless i get to know them so i challenge you all because remember a thousand fans starts with one so find that one person latch on to them figure out who they are why they love you why they like your art and find one other person like that two four age 16 and you'll be on your way to a thousand yeah that makes a lot of sense but before you before you build this loyal fan base or before you when you're just starting out right when you're messaging people about your content when you're creating awareness about your content how do you send out an email or a message that people want to respond to that people want to read what's the key to making that message of course you know my philosophy please don't overcomplicate your life It's not something you'll get on day one. There's no secret formula that's going to be like, you know what, Pre, if you communicate it with this email and this font and this paragraph, everyone's going to open your emails and go, wow, I can't, I can't wait to read Pre's email. No, that's how life works. When I started, I just sent random emails. I just said, hey, hey, dude, or hey, dudette, I got this uh, YouTube channel. It was in my mother's basement. I had a phone quality. So most people didn't care. Right, I kind of just said, yeah, forget. But those five people said, hey, that's useful. And I said, why do you find it useful? He said it's useful because nobody's sharing public speaking information. So I said, oh, that's cool. So when I met new people, so then the next time I pitched, it didn't sound it didn't say like, hey, let me know what you think of this video. It said, hey, pre, if you want an if you want free communication tips, check out this YouTube video. Right? Like I did when I sent you a message or I sent other people a message. So some of the people who get the message go I don't care about communication tips. Whereas you're like, "Huh, this is like useful for creators. I want to talk to this guy." So the key is, what is the benefit for the other person? If you're making a music piece, why is it beneficial to the person who's listening to it? If you're making a painting, why is it beneficial for the other person? If you have a service, why is it useful to everyone else? Why should anyone else care? Do your best to explain it. It won't be perfect. because when you're trying to explain an art piece it's hard for you to kind of explain why it matters but start with something start by just sending it to 10 people Seth Godin calls this first 10 so send it to 10 people that you know will at least see it will listen to it will care about it and they go to the next person but the key is not to get lost in the details it's just to do it and send it to 10 people and see what happens mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense so i just wanted to ask you uh you talk a lot to entrepreneurs and you know how to better their public speaking skills and how to market themselves better how to reach out to people do you think whether it be entrepreneurs or artists do you believe in this concept of a brand a person being a brand and them having to create that image around this brand and market the brand and not their personality uh sort of so so i think yes you're correct in the sense of there we're all starting to become media companies as individuals 
Yeah. Right. So for example, you take Gary Vaynerchuk's a good example of this. He does a lot of things. He does marketing. He does wine. But because you trust him, the person, you'll buy whatever he tells you to buy. That's true with celebrities as well. You look at a Kim Kardashian, you look at a Justin Bieber. You know, they, they could come out with like a chocolate bar. People would still buy it because they trust the person. They love the person. They envy the person. So same thing with us as artists and creators. You want people to get to know who you are. But doesn't mean you don't need to be authentic about it. It just means that you be, be a lot more transparent about the journey. So for example, one thing I recommend artists do is don't just sell the painting, explain how you painted it. Don't just sell the music, explain the journey on how you created the music. There's so many ideas, so many things that you can talk about around the process of creating what you create that inspires people to follow in your footsteps. Well, I want to be like Pre. I want to start my own podcast. You know, because sure, there's going to be people out there who might not resonate with your message. But I don't know, the 16-year-old girl in India who's your cousin is going to be like, oh my God, like what Pre is doing is amazing. There's always people for you. You just need to have the courage to be there for, to be there for them. That's all. That's great. Yeah. And uh, finally, I just wanted to ask you, uh, do you, so you said you talked about being authentic and all of that, right? Do you create or do you change your personality to make it more marketable? Or do you find the right people to market your true personality to? Even if that means that Sometimes if you want to hit a bigger audience, if you want to target a bigger audience, you might have to market a different personality. You might have to change your personality a little bit. Sometimes you get a little desperate, you know, you know what I'm saying? So when you're trying to market or when you're trying to uh, get to a large amount of people or reach out to the right kind of people, what do you think is better? Absolutely. More sustainable. Of course, definitely the second one. You you want to use your personality and find people who are attracted to you already, right? The reason I recommend that is because yeah, sure, celebrities have this weird persona that they that they portray. They're very different people behind the scenes. Trust me, but but the point is, is that that's not healthy for most people, including them. And one thing what I've learned that's even surprised me is there's always a thousand people out there who love you. You just got to find them. Like, I mean, take me as an example. Who in the world would watch public speaking YouTube videos? I sure thought nobody would. I really thought nobody would. And look at the channel today. It's got a lot more than 10 subscribers, right? And that's the point. If, if there's, a, and there's, I can't even take this analogy. For, there's a guy on YouTube who literally reviews yachts. He literally takes a GoPro and he goes, hey guys, I'm at this yacht. He has like 150,000 subscribers. There's another YouTube channel called Rasta Chick Kitchen. It's like some dude who just makes Jamaican food. He's got like 700,000 subscribers or something. There's a niche for everything. And YouTube or platforms of the like allow you to explore those niches and to find the people who want to listen to you faster. Right? So, so definitely the second one. Figure out who you are and find the people that are attracted to you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Brendan, for being on my podcast. And I think this is something that definitely I needed to hear. And I, I think a lot of my friends would love to hear this. And so thank you so much for being a part of this and sharing your wise words. Of course, Fred. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on.